Hello and welcome to the Retail Influencer by 20cent Retail. Robots are a trend in retail at the moment, but there are many different aspects of the value chains that see robots involved. In this episode, we look more in particular at warehouse robots. And to discuss this topic, my guest is Wim Vermeer, expert warehouse robotics at Exotech. Here's our chat. Hello, women. Welcome to the show. Hello, Vincent. Good morning. Good morning. And thank you for being here because we're going to talk about something that is quite topical. We're going to talk about robots and more specifically warehouse robots. Um, perhaps you can start with explaining to us how do you define what kind of robots are there in a warehouse? I mean, are we talking wheels, drones, Terminator type or uh, what, what else? Yeah, to be very honest, I don't have uh, an exact definition of what you should call a robot. Uh, sometimes they're called AMR, sometimes it are drones. So it's it's all kind of different things. I think the main differentiator is that it are small objects that move independently from each other and that they are not uh, really connected to each other. I think that is a very general uh, idea of describing a robot in a, in a warehouse. So as long as it's something which is uh, automated and independent, basically. Yes, yes, indeed. All right. And and just also the next question, uh, why do we use these kind of uh, machines or independent machines in a warehouse? Well, if you look at the technology we used before, uh, I'm, in, in our sector, we, we are mostly looking then at uh, goods to person systems, which have been realized most recently years years with uh, shell systems if you look at that technology you they use a lot of conveyors a lot of elevators they're all bolted to the ground so you from day one you need to install a very vast installation which in the end of which after a few years always become very inflexible and if you decide to invest in such type of technology you are forced to think ahead what will i do in the next five to 10 years. And of course, we, we have seen the COVID crisis, the energy crisis, the war in Ukraine. Everybody knows now that it has become very difficult to, to, to predict the future. So I would say the biggest advantage of robotic technology is that you that it's always a system that is very easy to uh, scale up or, or down the system. So, so flexibility, in yes, another word, is actually... Yes, flexibility and scalability, yes. That, flexibility think, and scalability, okay. Yeah, I think th these are the most two uh, uh, things that differentiate us from traditional technology, yes. All right, but but uh, of course, one of the things that we always think as soon as we hear about robots is, yeah, okay, you put robots in a warehouse, you have certain tasks which are then done now automatically. Uh, wouldn't simply a human better be uh, there for the task? Well, it's we, we always uh, keep some tasks for the humans too, but what we take away are typically the tasks that the human is, does not like to do, uh, like lifting heavy things, uh, doing uh, very uh, things that are very repetitive. Uh, so we we take away uh, the, the the tasks that they don't want to do, and the difficult tasks they are still being done by by the humans. So so basically, if I understand correctly, yeah, I mean, of course, I mean, I'm I'm biased, and I think it's a good solution, but just for the audience to understand very well, we gain flexibility, and we actually kind of enhance uh, the humans who actually 
can do other tasks than the ones that they don't want to do, basically. Yeah, yeah, indeed. So that's the, the best way to, to, to promote warehouse robots. And, and uh, when it comes to all the solutions, when, when we think of it, I mean, I've seen robots that actually move independently, uh, as you mentioned, and uh, autonomously. Uh, it's the entire solution, when you think of it, are they really fully autonomous or is there always something behind? Like a human, of course. But what, what exactly do you mean with autonomous? Uh, well, perhaps then define for us what is autonomous, uh, but then uh, can really robots uh, take decisions for themselves or do the task exactly? Or do you have always to have the planning made, uh, man-made behind? Um, yeah, indeed. There are some differences in, in technology. Um, you have robots in the market where robots decide for themselves, which, uh, for example, which route are they going to take from A to B? In okay. our case, that is not uh, the system. So we always have a, a, a control system, a software layer above all the, the robots. What the robots are doing is that they're, they're constantly, multiple times per second, transferring their actual physical position to the central software layer. And the, soft, the central software layer is calculating multiple times per second which route they need to take. So we're just following the route that has been pre-calculated by the software. And of course, the software is the master of everything. He's trying to find always the best uh, routes to go from A to B. And if it would happen that at a certain moment or in a certain point in this traject, uh, there would be an obstruction, then immediately all the other robots will be adapted to, to, to avoid that uh, point of obstruction. Okay. Um... Now, when when I think of of warehouse robots, uh, I, I've visited a few warehouses and and I've seen some of them function and with or without help or, or much human interactions. Indeed. Um, now, the questions I wonder: Is there a standard or unique solution that you can just put in any warehouse and it would function for any type of retail, for example? The, the non-food, the, the near food, the, the, the food. Does everybody has the same solution or do you always have to tailor-made a solution? Well, if if I compare our solution with uh, those from our competitor, I would say our solution is very different in the way that we consider ourselves as sellers of standard components. It's a little bit like a Lego we we have a lot of standard components and with these standard components you can build a very small house or you can build a castle so in that way it is very flexible but the components itself they're really very standardized and we cannot change it okay so so you have some some level of standardization but then you do always have to adapt a little bit in the end yes in, indeed because yeah indeed of course uh, for example an econ player is is has other uh, challenges than 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 uh, than a retailer, um, but uh, we can adapt the solution. And if you also look at our references, we we see that our solution fits for very different uh, verticals. So we say as long as your uh, items to be picked fit in a tote, which is by the way a little bit larger and, and longer than a standard tote, as long as it fits in it, you can use our system. Okay, so basically, if I understand correctly, what you uh, have is that you 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 do have the standard situation, but then in a way you don't need to start from scratch in every in in any warehouse where you want to install something. That is, yeah. of course, the, the the best 
the easier solution for for everybody i guess we can adapt ourselves on the height uh, on the number of peak stations on the flow you need uh is it what we call semi-finished meaning that it's a combination of an automated picking and a manual picking so that for example first you start picking in the manual zone and then it's being transferred or finished in, in the automated zone. So we can adapt our solution to all these type of situations. But the bricks we need, they are standardized. The bricks are standardized. All right. Yeah. And and um, when a warehouse is actually being automated and installed and, and, and everything is working, does the retailer, for example, uh, need to always couple these kind of solutions with other solutions like EDI, RFID, uh, does it need to really rethink its entire logistic systems or can it just be limited to the warehouse? No, normally we assume there's always uh, a WMS uh, always on site and this WMS, he's yeah, managing of course. the warehouse. He's, he's deciding which order are we going to launch, uh, when they do they need to leave um, and so on. And we are just an execution system of what the WMS has been decided. So we ourselves, we don't decide anything. We are being managed by WMS and we're just an executor. And of course, this means that there has to be an interface between those two. And also on this interface part, on the technology we use, also that's one of the standard bricks we have that we say from, okay, this is a standard we have. Uh, you can send us all type of messages, but the technology is always the same. So, uh, okay. When, when interesting talk... to know. Interesting yeah. to know is that the Skype system itself, the way how how um, the robots are being uh, guided through the warehouse, we only have one version of software for all our customers. Okay. So also on that point, I think we are very very uh, particular in the market. All right, but when you talk about WMS warehouse management system, I suppose I mean let's try not to have too many abbreviations sometimes, uh, because some people actually do not uh, always know all the abbreviations who are listening. Um, when it comes to 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 the costs, uh, the costs actually, I, let's say I'm a retailer, I'm just thinking now, okay, I'm I'm putting some new uh, investments. Are these, for example, uh, yeah? the expectations is going to cost me the, 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 the an arm and a leg or uh, what's the best advice how to look at an investment like that? Indeed, if you look at our solution, it, it is a solution which is, let's say, in, in the higher level of, of investments. So it means that if you decide to invest in Skype system, you need to have uh, a certain amount of, of uh, ameliorations in, in, in your flow which is, yeah, let's call it like this, uh, a discount or, or a reducement of the number of uh, FTEs. So it's very easy to calculate how many FTEs will you uh, save and and compare this, let's say, in the long term with the investment cost. So you're, you have to do a return on investment. And we have, the uh, we have, let's say, for ourselves, decided that a minimum you should have uh, to have a good return on investment would be around about 600 lines per hour. From that moment, you can it's worth considering an automated system like ours. If you okay. have less than 600 lines per hour, then it's most likely that you won't find the right return on investment. Okay. And um, when it comes to something totally different, 
called sustainability. Uh, it's actually a quite a hot topic for for everyone in the in the retail industry and in, in many other industry. Obviously, the planet needs it. Um, the things that I wonder is that uh, the warehouse robotic companies, such as yourselves, are you also evolve, uh, involved in sustainability? So are you trying to make your robots, like, I don't know, work on, on a more sustainable solutions using less energy and all those kind of uh, items? Yes, indeed. We we are fully aware of it that uh, for ourselves, it is a big topic, but also for our customers. Uh, which means that in the development process, we, we, we put a lot of effort of reducing our, our impact. Uh, but the most important for the customer, let's say, that is the energy consumption, which is also now a very hot topic. Uh, if we compare it with shovel technology, it's about one-fifth the energy consumption. So it really makes a huge difference uh on on the sustainability but also of course on on the financial aspect in long term okay and so before we conclude i always like to ask uh, one one question because i just heard uh, we talk about flexibility we talk about more efficiency uh thanks to to these kind of solutions and 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 also the the advantage of it makes you forced to look in the future. Uh, what would be your your last comment or or advice uh, to someone who's thinking, okay, I need to invest perhaps in warehouse robotics? What can you actually say as a last advice or as a, a little tip? Well, I would say if I look at the, the, the reasons why people are uh, investing in our type of solutions is, first of all, uh, uh, workforce is becoming very expensive and secondly they don't find any certainly in e-commerce it's let's call it like this it's, it's not the, the best paid job uh, it's it's also often late in the evening at night it, it, so they are struggling to find people so if you if you recognize yourself in these type of of, of uh, constraints then i would say don't hesitate uh, in, in taking a look at uh, is it something for you to automate uh, and this robot technology allows you not to take too many risks uh, just invest what you need today and year by year you can adapt your solution good well thank you for this last piece of, of comments and, and advice um, we could talk about robots all day but we are coming to the, the end of the show um, Wim, thank you very much for being here and I hope to talk to you again. Thank you very much and bye. That's all for this episode. Don't forget to check out twentyseniretail.com for more retail stories. Till next time, enjoy the rest of your week and thank you for listening.